0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of the SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And as always, make sure to check out our brand new Discord server. It's a perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Driver, start your... Always on the forefront of the NASCAR gambling scene for you. It is the NASCAR gambling podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and we have got road racing out of our blood for now. It'll be back again later, but boy, let me tell you, Cody, we, boy, (laughs) we have been in and, and seen some fantastic stuff going on the last few weeks. And if nothing else, NASCAR has upped the ante on entertainment value this season.
1: Man, I don't even know what to say about that race. Like that was freaking insane, dude. It was fun. It was a lot of fun to watch, not from a betting aspect of things. I mean, there's no possible way to handicap chaos like that, but, uh, from the fan side of things and and the excitement, boy, it delivered. That's for sure. Uh, plenty of storylines, plenty of, plenty of things that happened and then yeah, just absolute chaos that man that that place two races now they've had at at the indie road course and uh it's delivered both times for for just you you know the complete unexpected which from the fan side of things is fun
0: well, it is fun, but again, as a handicapper, especially watching that last restart, look, this is the news and north notes portion of this show, but I feel like this part has to be dedicated to just what we witnessed this weekend. There's no gigantic storylines right now uh, other than the fact that, let's just lead with the lead, Tyler Reddick winning, and really that interview with uh with Mr. Um, uh, Roush at the end was like, Uh, yeah. So what happened with With Kevin Harvick? Yeah. Yeah, or childress rather.
1: Uh, (laughs) yeah. Well, and that was the crazy thing too, is he, he's like, well, Kevin Harvick, we had a joint press conference, blah, blah, blah. That's not what happened. (laughs) If you look back, Harvick just announced it on his own the same way. Like, so no, it's not what happened. And it's like, I get that. It sucks that he did it to you that way, but in his defense, you kind of screwed him over first. So he was kind of just getting back at you. But at this point, like, he's a legit championship contender. He's got two wins on the season. He could win. I mean, he's proven all season he's had a good car. He could not get the finishes week after week after week. He should have three wins, really, because Bristol Dirt was his in the clear until the last lap when he got taken out. So, I mean, he has been one of the top drivers this year. They struggled for a period of actually putting the races together. But, I mean, you need to put all this shit behind you and go focus. You could win. Theoretically, you could win two championships in a row before this guy leaves. Like I would be putting every single resource you have into that because that's a way to sell your team to future, whoever the next driver is to whoever, which we're supposed to find out. I think that's tomorrow. Maybe according to their little tease announcement, possibly. So on another show later in this week, we might have, might have news on who's in that eight, maybe next year or, or in 2024, we'll see, or, uh, yeah. Tw- yeah. 2024. Wow. Yeah. I know. It's, it's Anyways, still a long but, way away. Uh, <laughs> man, all this stuff's so far out. But but yeah, I mean, man, Tyler Reddick, he fucking, he drove the wheels off that thing. Looked good all day. Props to him. I mean, gr- good on him for racing uh, Chastain there at the end, not knowing whether Chastain was allowed to be racing at that point. And I'm sure we'll get into all that too, because that's another whole crazy thing. But it just, man, the whole thing was insane. But Kyle Reddick, he's a, he's a, he's the next superstar, I think, and uh, he's the next Kyle Larson type of driver. You get him in good equipment, better watch out. So, uh, big win for Toyota there, which is probably good for them since they're going to be losing Kyle Busch, I think. But uh, we'll see.
0: <laughs> Looking more and more like that for sure. If you're just reading the tea leaves, man, on what's going on right now, it's just a lot of drivers that are are close to contracts that are close to just walking away from teams that they've been with forever. It's its absolutely nuts. And and you're right. For Childress to put everything he's got behind this, that would be the the wisest move in the world because now you have a hot driver and you can't just... Remember a couple of weeks ago when we were like, I wonder if they're going to start shifting attention away from the eight car at? Yeah. No. Now's the time. Now it's,
1: you can't. Yeah, yeah you, can't. you have to You have to put it all in there because he does, especially in this most parity year you're going to get, it's not going to be this... This new car has brought parity, but it's not going to stay this way. Like, It's going to shift back towards the powers, and Childress is going to get left behind like they always do. But you've got to take advantage of it now. And you could sell that car for the future. Even, I mean, you still have next year to sell with him. I don't know what his sponsorship deals are and all of that, but you've got that. You could sell your other car with that, and you could sell the future with that. So you've got to put everything you have behind them now, especially it's unlikely Dylan – makes the playoffs unless he pulls out a win at daytona which he could he's he's done it before there and he's a good plate racer but uh yeah man oh there's so much to talk about it's just another crazy week uh so much going on in the sport one one more silly season news eric jones did agree to stay with petty gms for multiple years i thought that was interesting so he'll be in that 43 car for the foreseeable future so uh you weren't sure with a guy like that who's who's More talented than than that equipment, I think, in my opinion. You would have thought maybe he would get a look at, like, a Stuart Haas. Obviously, probably not going back to Gibbs if that car ends up, obviously, because he just got let go from there. But, uh, yeah, but he's staying with with Petty GMS, so uh, congrats to him on getting that deal done.
0: Yeah, you know, and look, there's growth to be had there. Jones keeps having these solid finishes regardless of doing that. And Maybe in the offseason, now with this new car, they can get a little bit more of an edge to put him up. Will he win a ton of races? Probably not. But I mean, can he become a top five finisher year week in and week out? If they just put a little more effort behind it, possibly he's that talented of a driver. You're right. Um, there's a lot of cars opening up, so the fact that he decided to stay kind of says a lot about his commitment to to Petty, and and hopefully that translates into some better uh, you know better efforts going forward from his team and his and his ownership group to to give him the vehicles that he needs to get more solid finishes week in and week out.
1: Yep. Yeah. And with that crew chief he's got, they brought over from a uh, junior motorsports championship winning crew chief, Dave Allen. He, that guy is super smart, knows what he's doing. And he's proven it this year with the way that 43 cars run. Indeed.
0: Uh, all right. We said there's so much to talk about. These races this weekend is exactly what we're here to talk about. So, uh, in a, in a quiet news cycle uh let's turn our attention to the races that were this weekend but before we do as we always do let's tell you about win. make sure to get down on the wins bet fifty dollars to win two hundred dollar promotion where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two $100 $100 in free bets, and if you're betting on baseball, which you probably are because you're D-Gens to the core If you listen to anything on the SGPN, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to play MLB and bet MLB. You can play it, too, if you want. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> and if you're looking for the ultimate fantasy football experience, you get it. Bet $50 or more on sports or casino. Uh, well, you, you could have gotten it before yesterday, but you get to enter to win if you did. You're going to get entered to win the fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club. Includes a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Hopefully you got in there multiple times because multiple entries were allowed at that point. So much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Those are still out there. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The SGPN Discord is hopping, Man, I'm telling you right now, there's so much going on on our brand new Discord server. Not only is it the perfect place to play and interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew, but man, there is so there are so many channels to choose from. You've got NASCAR, you've now got F1, you've got Spring Football, NFL, Fat Guy Food Isle, TV Movies look if you're bored you should never that should never cross your mind just go to the sgp and discord there are people talking about anything that you could ever possibly hope for over there and more find interests you didn't even know you had until you joined the discord it's over there at sports slash discord get in on the conversation get in on everything that's popping over there sports slash discord they can even talk to you and I, Cody, over there in the SGP and Discord all weekend long as we break down all of our bets. There was a lot of gnashing of teeth this weekend in that Discord channel, for sure.
1: Yes, there was. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's a good place to ask us about a 50-to-1 a bet before the race. And then uh, we tell you, yes, we would do it. And then you cash it. So uh, that oh, yeah. happened in the Discord this weekend with uh, Bubba Wallace, Top Toyota, uh, fair eight had, had brought it up before the race. He said, it's 50 to one. Should I throw a little bit on it? And we were both like, yeah, we would definitely sprinkle that with the way we were, you know, kind of expecting things to go. Maybe not to the degree they did, but with Toyota, not or with us, not expecting them to be great. And bell ended up looking pretty good most of the day, but, uh, yeah, bubble was there at the end and, uh, top five. So 50 to one for him in the discord there. So yeah, come interact with us and you can get, you can get more winners there. We're going to take partial credit for that.
0: We will, we will. But again, it's it's those are the last minute bets that always come through that people ask us about and say, "Hey, what do you think of?" And and we're there race day, especially after all, because obviously you know our, our betting show usually comes out before qualifying, before everything sets up. So there was a lot of stuff happening in qualifying, a lot of finish or well, and we'll get to where everybody was starting basically when we go over the cup race. But I mean, there was a lot to hash out. So. We're always there in the discord, always ready to help you out, always there to have some fun. And of course, as you start beating us in different things, lots of trash talking in there as well. So, uh, all right, the race, yeah. oh,
1: damn DFS contest <laughs> this week, oh. man, I, I looked and I, sh- I shouldn't have, but I knew it was going to happen. That's why I wanted to look and see how much I lost. Cause I like to feel the pain for some reason, <laughs> but I looked after the race ended and it still had Chastain up there in second or whatever. And I was winning a ton, winning all the contests, winning the the, the Discord channel contest, and so I'm like, oh, I know it's gonna happen. So as soon as Chastain gets put to the back of the lead lap, yeah, I lost like 120 dollars. It was very sad.
0: Uh, Stake money. <laughs> so became- the Gandy
1: 500 gets me again. <laughs> I got him in F1 earlier in the day, so we're even, anyways. But uh, <laughs>
0: that's true. That's true. Uh, all right. Well, the action for us started with the Truck Series race. And uh, we obviously had money and bets on that, so let's break down what happened there. That truck race, uh, it can it was on the short track. It wasn't on the road course, if you if you didn't know. It was on the short track over there in Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, not Lucas Oil Stadium, Lucas Oil Raceway. <laughs> it wasn't in the in the Coliseum. Put one in the dome. Eh? <laughs> it might as well, right? Oh man, that would be loud. Uh, but yeah, so we. <laughs> Started out the bets. This was a very interesting race, to say the least. Uh, there was so much happening all over the, the track. You started out the day with Josevar over Rhodes. Rhodes drove the race of the season it, to me. That that was one well, of those- There was a big
1: shakeup at the end of this, too. Yeah. Late caution. I mean, strategy kind of was playing throughout the day, but huge shakeup at the end, a late caution. Some guys stayed out. Some guys pitted. So I was hitting this one until that happened. Uh, and then Rhodes kind of snuck in there and and stole it from me, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, it was – I mean, the whole ending was crazy. You had uh, Ty Majeski look looked like he's finally going to get his first win. I mean, he's running away with the thing. And, again, we Gosh. saw this earlier in the season with Hosevar, where he was running away with it. That late caution always gets you. And then you got the young kid, uh, 17 Taylor Gray, out there leading, and John Hunter just fucking dumps him. Man, I was so sad for that kid, and then I was, I was cheering loudly when John Hunter got repaid and and dumped into the wall later, cause uh, I thought that was that was great. But uh, yeah, again, this one was hitting most of the race. Hostovar looked really good, but uh, after the pit stops and stuff,
0: Hostovar ended up 21st and Rhodes ended up second. So. Uh didn't didn't quite pay off. No, yeah. and you're right. There was so much. I mean, as much chaos as there was in the cup race uh, yesterday, the truck started out the day with a bunch of chaos, and it was yeah, it was tough to cheer, man. It was tough to be a handicapper because you were like as like you said, Ty Majeski, which rolls right into my bet. Ty Majeski, I took over Christian Ekas. Thankfully, this past or bet, you know, uh, Majeski finished eighth, but looked like he was actually going to win this race he actually had a good shot and he like you said he was running away he he finally outdueled john hunter and and basically drove two three seconds out and then that caution just sort of bunched the field back up and that four like three four wide on the on the restart there basically just took time Majeski and Shuffled him back to yep. eighth and Christian. Well, Eccles, and I think
1: he pitted. I think he pitted. Right. And then he had, John Hunter yeah. and a couple other guys didn't. And then that was when you had the mess with the guys on old tires and new tires. And then that's when John Hunter punted the
0: 17. And
1: yeah, just the whole ending was crazy. But uh, yeah, good call still
0: on that one. <laughs> that was the one we got right. <laughs> you had Johnny Sauter as a top five. Ugh. Yeah, he didn't have the trust. I,
1: I don't know. I thought he was going to show up. I was big on him.
0: Man, you weren't alone though, though show up. you weren't alone the the announcers no, were was, all over him too though so you yeah
1: yeah, you. yeah they talked about a couple of times i mean looking at the garage guys picks they were on him as well uh you know and, and so i don't think i don't think it was the wrong track especially for, for the value you were getting i had him to win also at 30 to 1 so but uh yeah plus 300 for top five it seemed like a pretty good and it kind of shook up there at the end he ended up 12th so not too far out but really it was not the day I expected from him, so kind of a miss, swinging a miss there.
0: Yeah, um, I had host of as a top five. We talked about it, just to, uh, all that turn of events, and that was looking good for most of the day too. He was he was flirting with the top five, and he was in the top five. He was leading for a yeah. little bit too. So yeah, I mean this yep. was yeah
1: he led a portion of that race, and I'm pretty sure he was top five before the pit cycle at the end there, and then he, was. Yep. he got caught up in that last crash. Was that the last, I think that was the last lap, maybe, and that's why he finished so far back. But, yep, yep. unfortunately, I think we were on the right track there, but missed it. I had Chandler Smith, top five. Um, He won the ARCA race, was that earlier in the day even? So I was like, all right, feeling good about this. And then uh, I feel like he, yeah, he qualified second. uh, So coming out of the gate and then, yeah, not not much from there. He got shaken up and all that again. Eighteenth, so again another miss there, unfortunately.
0: Yep. And then Josevar and Solder to win, obviously that didn't happen. And John Hunter Nemechek again, like as soon as Time of jesse got around him, I was like, that's okay, I I, I could be okay with Time of winning this. I wanted John Hunter to hang on, and then of course he got dumped because payback is what it is. Yep yep yeah watch out for that karma it'll it'll get you yeah and and look to be honest with you i don't I don't know how I feel about how what John Hunter did to to Tanner because I, I, you know there's a certain level of of short track bumping and banging that you get used to right and yeah,
1: but there's a difference in bumping and banging and just flat out wrecking the guy i mean i he didn't even try to pat like if you're racing him for a little bit, I mean I get that you're kind of getting in the closing laps. So, yeah, I mean, if I'm second and I have a chance to wreck a guy for a win, I'm going to do it. But he still had time. He was still there. And he didn't even try. He he just – he knew that it was a young kid in front of him, wasn't going to be able to handle it. He just straight turned into – I mean, it was literally pulled up beside him, right turned into him, and, you know, checked up enough to get around him and somehow miraculously hold the lead still. And then, yeah. So, I I don't know. I mean – it's tough because I'm, I mean, I'm all for you. If you got to move a guy to win, move a guy, but difference in moving a guy and wrecking a guy like that, I. that's not really the way I, I would, I think that you should do it anyways.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, again, it's, it's short track. There's a lot of heat going on and those guys, you know, just, just were. And John Hunter's always one of those guys. That's a, a Ross Chastainish aggressive type driver where he's going to, he's going to do what he's got to do. And if you don't like it, then get better.
1: yep exactly no doubt about it
0: so um all right let's move to the xfinity race where it was the xfinity road course we got to see the first uh first drivers on that track of the weekend this was a hell of a race as well Uh, you know it wasn't as exciting i don't want to say exciting but it wasn't as eventful um as the the cup race itself uh but it was it was still a very very solid race from start to finish uh, and then we'll get to the, to the winners and the losers here in a second. But, you know, we, we saw eight lead changes. So there was not a lot of changes of the lead in the 62 laps on this. And then the average victory for who will tell you about here in a little bit was about two seconds. So it was, it, the victory was going in a way, but there was some drama. There was some stuff that was happening going on in, in that race. There was a couple of crashes and, and an engine and, you know, some early craziness Um, but by and large, it was a very clean race. Uh, it had a very (laughs) quick feel to it. Actually, it was, uh, what was it? All of an hour and 56 minutes. That thing was there and it was gone. The stages went like that and we were just, we were basically done by lunchtime.
1: Yeah. This one was super quick, super clean. And that man, that made me (laughs) lean into it even harder on Sunday because I saw this race and I'm like. Look, we saw the normal guy up there. It was, you know, AJ ends up winning the thing. It was kind of kind of the normal race you would expect. So I'm thinking this is how we're going to come out Sunday. It's going to be the same thing. Elliot's going to
0: run away with it.
1: Yeah, not not what happened.
0: <laughs> no. no. Cuz the Cup guys they they love to go six wide, seven wide, eight wide into that that first turn cuz they're nuts. Yeah,
1: yeah they were uh, much more aggressive and and I mean again in the Cup race, which we'll get to in a minute, it it really, it was a clean race. I don't think there was any cautions through the first two stages. And then really, I mean, at the end, you know, it gets aggressive. Cautions breed cautions. I was praying for a caution at one point, and then I looked back and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have prayed for that caution. Because <laughs> 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 I'd have been better off if things would have
0: finished how they did. But and uh, we all would have been better actually if things would have finished yeah, exactly. the way they did. <laughs> uh but back to the Xfinity race, we you had Josh Barry as a top five finish. Poor Josh Berry, man. It just, I don't feel like he got a chance to actually show, uh, what he could do that, that he didn't have the race that, that he should have had in my opinion.
1: Yeah. He was up there for a little bit of the race, but it's so hard to, with all the different strategies. And that was a crazy thing. Sunday was the strategy stuff, man. You didn't know where anybody was at or what they were doing or what was going on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was up there for a little bit. I don't know. Looking back with all these cup series guys in this race probably wasn't the smartest bet. I mean, they kind of ended up finishing up there like you would expect them to. So, yeah, Barry fourteenth. Probably looking back wasn't the best. It was plus plus three fifty. So, I felt like there was some value there with with his
0: recent history, but uh, missed on that one. Hey, he led five laps, so you can't. I mean, he was a, he was a car that was at least in the front, and again had a caution come out, had something happen, wacky. Yeah. He could have gotten on the same pit cycle, and then he could have yeah. he could have stayed yeah, up. That's
1: huge on these road courses, like. With all these strategies and stuff, like if you get a perfectly timed caution, it drastically can change your race.
0: Yeah, because then, like you said, it can get you back on the same track, and and then all of a sudden you're the car up front. So uh, bad luck for Bubba. I had him to finish top five. Uh, wrong race, right call, wrong race. Uh, he finished thirty fifth. He had an engine problem on lap twenty eight, and man, that was uh, that was all she wrote for him. He he didn't get a chance to come back on the track. He was out. And his day was was over. So, yeah, right right call, wrong race for me on Bubba Top 5.
1: Yep, yeah, if you'd have had that Sunday, you'd have hit it. Nothing you can do about an engine. I mean, it's hard to hard to know what would have happened or what, what, what he would have done, what would have shook out for him. So, can not not much you can do when it's a mechanical failure as far as uh, looking back on what it could have been.
0: Yep, and he, I think he was at that uh, top eight somewhere in that vicinity, maybe even top five for a half a second before all that stuff shook out. So, yeah, unfortunately, that ended his day, ended our day. Uh, but we continued on with the bets. You had Ty, Gibb to, Ty Gibbs to win and Austin Hill to win as well. Uh, Gibbs finished 8th Hill finished ninth. So you had the eighth and ninth finishers as the winning bets. But they were top ten, man, and they look good still.
1: I mean, ninth for a guy that's 30 to one. I feel good about that. I feel like I was on the right track with Austin Hill there. He came out qualified second. So I'm like, okay. Maybe maybe I know what I'm talking about here. uh you know he started the weekend good. he was kind of in the mix all week, so very happy with that. Gibbs yeah I really expected more out of him to be honest i he wasn't really in the mix as much as he should have been or as I thought he would be um, yeah he qualified good he was didn't he started second didn't he yeah, started second to Almendinger and he just didn't didn't get it done so I, I don't really know.
0: It was weird for him though, because it was, it was he wasn't, for him. yeah, he wasn't in the mix at all for the most part. I mean, it just, no, no one was trying. He led one lap, but that was yeah. because he of never pins. really,
1: I mean, they didn't talk about him a whole race. It was almost strange. I kept looking. I'm like, where is he at? He just, he's never, never in the mix. So uncharacteristic for Gibbs, especially on a, on a road course, maybe thinking too much about Sunday or something who knows, but, uh, Oh, well.
0: Could have been. He could add his eyes ahead because he knew he was jumping in that uh, 45 car and, and having to do this all over again with guys that are much more aggressive than him. So, yep. Um, and then of course I had AJ Allmendinger to win. I gave you Noah Gragson as well as sort of a long shot play a la Cody, but uh, didn't need it. AJ Allmendinger comes away with the win, and and this guy just stamped himself. Man, he the the joy. The excitement, just the way that kid runs. All-time
1: leading road course winner in the Xfinity series. And he's still crying after he wins the race in the car. Like Mm -hmm. the emotion from that guy and just his story. Like if you don't know about his story and everything he's been through in his life, like dude's been through it all. He's seen it all. He had a chance at Penske in the 22 car a long time ago. He had an issue with some pills and stuff and, and got suspended you know, hit rock bottom, he's fought his way back. Here he is today, just an absolute beast. Uh, I mean, killing it on these road courses in both series. Just performing so well and, and doing extremely well. I mean, in the Xfinity series, not just the road courses, he's the regular season points leader, all of it. So great story for Almondinger. He's one of those guys that you just you can't hate the guy. I mean, it. it's always fun to see him win. He's always emotional. He put so much into it, so always great to see him win. Good
0: call on that. On your side, uh, you did it again. Yes. Hey, no one had anything for him either. He led 42 laps. Oh. Bowman. He absolutely dominated. Yeah, Bowman gave him some sort of a fit. I mean, he was racing Bowman toward the end there for the for the lead, and, I mean, Bowman was giving him a little bit of grief, but he just managed to, to buckle in and, and just sail away with it. And he led 18 laps to end the race. And, and 42 overall, like I said, and it's just, you know, it was AJ's day, man, and we, we knew we knew that it was going to be AJ's day because it's a road course. It's in the Xfinity series. That's what happens, and so uh, happy to see AJ get the win, happy to see him kiss the bricks. Um, yeah, just happy overall, and then his wife uh, uh, was alongside him. That was pretty cool to see as well, so good stuff overall from that Xfinity race. As we said, uh, congratulations to AJ Allmendinger, and to those of you who bet him at, uh, what did I, what did I have him at? It was uh, 450 to win. So not bad. Um, not a bad Pretty little good. return on your day.
1: And uh, his odds dropped, dra- dropped quite a bit too, because he got the pole. So I think he was down to like 300 maybe before the race. So if you got on it early in the week, like Rod, props to you. Yay.
0: I love it. Okay. Uh, let's move to the Cup Series. The just ridiculousness of that race it was all sorts of nuts uh you had 19 cars trying to drive into turn one all the way through it you had one or two, actually it was two cars at the end of the race that just decided to opt out of the madness and take an access road and what the hell was that rod what oh what what are we doing look, I, come on man look here's come the thing. on man here's the thing <laughs> for two weeks in a row now we have seen. The stretching of what NASCAR—they're—they're they're like teenagers testing their parents as to what they can get away with, right? Well, they're they're like, te- technically, you didn't say that I couldn't go that way, mom. Uh, but like, <laughs> you know, be better. Implied. you don't go that way. Come on. <laughs> yes. So what if you didn't, what the
1: hell are we doing out here, man?
0: <laughs> if you didn't pay attention, which if you're listening to this show, I know you did, but uh, it was—it was at the end of the race. Ross Chastain and it was Eric Almirola. It's too, right that that rolled off was uh, it austin dylan austin dylan that's right it was a car that looked like amarola's car uh but it was yeah it was ross chastain and dylan that decided they just they didn't want to be part of the 10 wide into turn one so they're gonna take the nascar access road and rejoin the track and chastain look i was watching that race cody i wish that we could have been watching it side by side because as soon as chastain came in the picture i was like whoa where the hell did he come from I mean,
1: because it, it was like like you thought maybe you just overshot it and then you're like that car's going full speed like where is he going yeah. he forgot the turn <laughs> and then all of a sudden they pan back to the lead you're like where did Ross Chastain go because I couldn't tell that it was his car I'm like where did he come from how did he get up he's gonna win again what <laughs> and, and it just man it was insane but yeah he just he said and he said after the race I guess it was a gray area but they had put out a thing. They didn't specifically have a rule that you couldn't go that way, I guess. But <laughs> come on. just come on, man. Like, what are we doing? But, yeah, so, I mean, and that's second year in a row on this race where we've had a guy battling for the win that wasn't no longer. I mean, he's dis- – I mean, so, yeah, if you didn't see it, he was finished second, across the line second, but he finishes – I think they gave him a 30-second penalty, so yeah, basically the end of the lead lap. Is, is where you go him and Austin Dillon, but that could have drastically changed the, the end of this. I mean, him and Reddick could have gotten into it. Reddick could have spun out. He held Cindric up for sure. Would Cindric have had more for Reddick at the end there? Then, you know, it comes down to playoffs later on and Cindric misses by five points. Could he have won this race where a car that was ineligible held, you know, held him out of the way? Like just all that, it, it it doesn't look great on nascar again two weeks in a row now Mm-mm. and i mean this one's obviously a little more cut and dry but it's just uh, <laughs> what and then they didn't even know if he was the. You know nobody knew like is he gonna get penalized is he racing for the we don't know We don't, what and then it took him forever to make a call on it like
0: well good oh, on, yeah, good on reddick for like you said in the beginning of the show good on reddick for continuing to do what he, yeah just what racing he was out do. yeah because
1: you don't know no. i mean you know he could have he could have just let up and let him go and been like hey idiot where he thought whatever go for it you know and then it we could have had a controversy of Chastain wins but two weeks in a row NASCAR takes the lead you know win away so for NASCAR's sake thank god Reddit crossed the line first so there wasn't a big controversy there too you know i mean taking a second away from a guy is not as big as taking a win away but yeah just uh, i don't really <laughs>
0: Dumb. I mean, I get.
1: I, he knew it was going to be chaos, and it was. We saw it a hundred times, and we
0: saw it again there. But, man, yep. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I again, it's just it was the madness of the day. It just felt like that race was just a free for all. And and at least the track held together this year. <laughs> I mean, yeah. At the yeah, very we didn't least. have any
1: issues with the track falling apart. They didn't have <laughs> to stop the race and fix the track. So that was good. Some of those cautions were. Why are we taking eighteen laps on a road course to? Get the green flag back out. But, uh,
0: yeah, same thing. I was like, my God, how many man, times we're we going like, around? Well, what are we
1: doing here? Let's let's get this show on the road. But uh, well, oh well, there was five of those. So uh, I mean, some other crazy stuff too in the race. Just real quick, we just talked about AJ Allmendinger winning Saturday. He comes out. So a lot, some of these drivers run a cool suit where they've got a bunch of tubes basically in their suit, and it runs cold water through it. Well, that's all great and fun, but when it doesn't work and the water is not getting cold. The water's getting hot. So he's basically got boiling hot water all over him throughout the race. There was no late pit stops. He ran out of water. I mean, they showed him at one point. He picked up his drink, tried to drink it. There was nothing in there. He shook it. He threw it. He was so frustrated. I mean, you could you could almost hear him becoming delirious in the car. Just, like, make sure you have ice packs for me. Make sure you have water. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I can make it. Like, we didn't even know if he was going to be able to finish the race. Toughed it out. Dude, again, just a tough ass dude. Finished seventh. Power steering earlier in the season on a road course he didn't have. Now he's dehydrated, no cool suit, all this stuff. Like, and it was a hot day out. Finishes seventh through all that chaos. So props to him. Uh, you could see when he got out of the car, barely got out of the car. He kind of fell out of the car. They took him to the infield care center. He seems to be all good. He, he was checked and released and all that. But uh, crazy day for him. Crazy wreck between Larson and uh, Ty Dillon. My goodness. And uh, Hendrick released a statement today saying they don't think his brakes failed. So I don't know what happened there, but if you didn't see it, so they run along the whole big straightaway for the, where the Indy 500 is the front stretch. And then they dive into a corner while he just didn't go into the corner. The car didn't slow down or nothing. He just went straight nailed Ty Dillon. You knew it was a hard hit when Larson got out and ran to his car. I mean, I don't know if I've seen somebody run to another car like that since Dale Earnhardt crash, Like, where they knew it was that bad to where I need to go make sure this guy's okay. Like, super scary. Again, testament to the safety of these cars, but at the same time, some of these hits these guys have been having lately—the Kurt Busch thing—you know, missing the second race in a row. Oof, all just, uh, just crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, and the uh, AJ Allmendinger thing, I. Man, I felt so like the whole time. The the last caution, I was like, no oh man, why do that to this yeah, guy? That's another
1: I mean, that's another thirty minutes he's in the car. Cause by the time they get it cleaned up, they run two, two, three pace laps around the track at slow speed. Then they gotta go green again and you know there's gonna be more wrecks. Yeah. Then he's
0: gotta finish it. Then he's gotta get back around the track and get in. Like I felt so but yeah, I was gutted. And not just because of that, but because he really did. I think before all that stuff had a legit shot, he probably could have made a run if he had not been so just exhausted because he was up there. And and again, even on that last restart, we'll talk about it where where he finished, but that last restart, were it not for Blaney, him and Blaney, maybe, and and not just because it was Blaney, but maybe if he had more energy to hit a restart the way he could have, he could have been up in the top two or three instead of that
1: speaking of Blaney I love the guy but what he was all pissed off that he got wrecked on the last restart like the previous restart he didn't wreck Elliot and ruin his day like you just did the same exact thing now granted I think somebody else got into him and then and then he got into Elliott but that was pretty much what happened somebody got into Suarez and then Suarez got into Blaney Blaney was like fuming after the race just so pissed he got taken out and it's like the same thing just happened from your car to your good buddy Chase Elliott on the lap before, like I get that Elliot's already got four wins on the season and maybe he doesn't need the points as bad as you do, but I don't understand why he was so mad, but uh, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that's, that's the thing too. Like they got and, short yeah. memories in this. They got, they, yeah. they, they're like, well, I know I yeah, just I don't remember it. <laughs> that it happened last
1: restart, but I'm going to be mad about it. This restart. Yeah.
0: I was like, whatever. But uh, all right, let's talk about some of the bets, and we'll we'll continue to keep talking about this race because plenty to talk about, especially in these bets. Uh, where you did actually start out with a great winner. You had Almendinger over Hamlin. Uh, Hamlin didn't look good, but finished 14th. That riddle me that. Like there was so much going on with that 11 car. He even got into some early trouble too, and, and managed to bounce back from it. But um, yeah, Almendinger obviously finishing better than Denny Hamlin. We knew that was going to happen, though, so that was a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, this was
1: the easiest bet on the week. I, Man, just bad luck bug, but uh, <laughs> I found Harvick over Hamlin. I gave that out on the Discord, and I was like, this is like smash. I, I put my biggest bet of the season on that one, and it looked good all day. Harvick was running up there. Hamlin had problem after problem after problem. Then Harvick gets caught up in one of those wrecks, doesn't finish the race. So, unfortunately, that one didn't cash for me. But I did have this one as well, the A.J. Allmendinger over Denny Hamlin. Yep, Uh, Dinger finished seventh. Hamlin managed to finish 14th, which he was definitely not a 14th-place car. But, I mean, if you look at – and that's another thing, too. You had rookies finish second, third, and fourth in this race with Cindric, Gilliland, and Burton. That's only the second time in history you've had three rookies finish in the top five, which here – fun little fun fact of the week for you so harrison burton was one of those rookies the last time, the only other time it happened was at pocono uh in i don't i didn't write down the year but i think it was like 2002 ward burton who is jeb burton's dad from the xfinity series joe nemacek who's john Hunter nemacek's dad and jeff burton who's harrison burton's dad was were those three rookies to finish in the top five so burton's take up like 50 percent of those top five finishes from the rookies there <laughs> But uh, I thought that was that was an interesting stat. But after all the chaos, all the craziness, and three rookies finish in the top five, they're a, they're the ones who you think would be the least experienced, the you know more prone to get into trouble, make the mistakes. They're the ones who make it through everything and get the good finishes. And then I guess you lumped
0: Any Hamlin in there with being able to salvage his day. But uh, yeah, he had just just craziness overall, junk day for the most part. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it was it was ridiculous. But that kind of parlays into exactly the next bet that I had, which was uh, Almendinger to win Group C, which for a refreshing memory, Group C consisted of Denny Hamlin, who finished 14th, Martin Truex Jr., who finished 21st, and Ryan Blaney, who came in 26th after that, a little exchange on the restart with A.J. Almendinger. And look, for a while, it was looking like Blaney was going to beat Almendinger, especially given the fact that he was so just, like we talked about, beat down and dehydrated, and it was, Blaney was in, what, second or third place at the time, and I thought, ah, well, this one's a loss as well, because Blaney's going to hang on to this and and at least finish with a top three finish, and Almendinger's going to kind of slide back, but uh, that last restart at least salvaged the winner of Group C, so uh, we started out the day cashing a couple of of good ones, um, because that was a plus 290, So you actually got plus money on that one as well, uh, for, for Alma Dinger to finish in that group. So good call on that one for Dinger, man. Uh, God bless him for hanging in there and salvaging some betting days. Yeah. I mean, this
1: was another one where, I mean, he's clearly the best road course racer of that group. He's, he's the best choice. Again, if you didn't hit a bet or, or, you know, missed on some of these, it's not necessarily because there was bad analysis or any of that stuff. Like this race was so crazy no matter what you, I mean, the same thing with DFS. I saw the optimal lineup was all like, like four of those guys. Cause those three rookies finished up there were like 6,500 and under. So like you would have had to leave like $10,000 on the table for your DFS salary, which like who in their right mind would have done that. Uh, you do that on like a super speedway. Yes, but not on a road course typically. So just craziness. And I mean, in order to hit any bet, if you hit any feel lucky and blessed that you did just cause with everything as crazy as it was uh you know it just yeah insane day but props to you on hitting that one and uh, you know at 3 to 1 basically that's pretty good odds and, and a nice hit to to salvage a day
0: Yep, yep well you actually followed it up with another good call with uh Mr McDowell as a top 10 finisher finished 8th and all of that nonsense uh, and he benefited. Well, Did actually, he
1: ever leave eighth place this entire race? No. I I, I feel like every time I looked, McDowell was in eighth. Like the first six cars all just wrecked, and he's still in eighth place somehow. I every time I looked up, McDowell was just like around eighth place. Never really any better. Never really any worse. Just just hanging out. I was kind of hoping he'd get up there and snag a win, maybe. But no, just eighth place all day, Mister. <laughs> Which is, I mean, again with the top ten, you know, it was hundred, so he got plus money on it. Another one that that cashed, but it just it felt like all day he was just every time I look up like yeah, he's in eighth place. There's different pit strategies going on. He's just in eighth place. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, hey, it worked. But uh, yeah, hit the top ten on McDowell.
0: <laughs> he knew where his day was. he just wanted to be there. He just wanted to hey, ride around just and get, get that top ten, man. <laughs> look, and and for him that was it. I mean, it, there was a couple times where he was just outside of the top ten, and I was like, oh, he'll probably find his way back in there. And sure enough, he finds his way back in there, and. And again, through all of that ridiculousness going around him, because that was the top four cars, like the the four, fifth, and sixth at the time uh, that got into it with Blaney and and Almendinger and uh, Suarez in there in that mix as well. So that was a that was a nuts day. And then so that goes into my next bet with uh Mister Daniel Suarez over Austin Cindric I had that bet, and boy, Suarez he was there. He was up there. He was around the there at the the last restart. Had an opportunity to get around Cindric but of course got mixed up in the madness of that last lap, shuffled back to 28th, and Austin Cindric as we know, finished second. So yeah, that was tough.
1: And, and I think that we can take some pretty solid lessons out of this. Granted, we might not have hit a lot of stuff, and things ended up chaotic and crazy, but we've got two more road courses. We got one in, I think it's three weeks from now at Watkins Glen, the last one before the Daytona cutoff race. And then in the playoffs of the Charlotte Roval, those should not, we never know this year, I'm not going to promise anything, but they should not be as crazy as this race was. And to watch, and before that, the second to last restart, you had Elliott in the top five, both of the track house cars, Redick. So like those four guys I'm looking at for these last two road course races, because they've been up there. The last few road course races consistently every time battling at the end now the finishes weren't there for three of those four guys elliot chastain and suarez but you were on the right track and cindrick has actually been pretty impressive on road courses as well this year but you were definitely you were on the right track suarez top five car all day i noticed it throughout the race like both of these track house cars again in the top five hendrick they've got got some big concerns i think outside of the nine car the nine car obviously he's been performing well he was performed well again didn't get the finish but but the rest of that team man larson had some serious issues again byron got caught up in some stuff it just i think they've got some stuff to be concerned about especially as we get close to the playoffs here but uh but just some stuff that we can take out of this even though the results aren't necessarily there and so when we're looking in a couple weeks at watkins Glen, we can look back and say okay yes they didn't finish this good but throughout the race both these trackhouse cars were top five reddick was in the top five like so i think that that even though we didn't necessarily cash everything plenty of lessons we can take out of this race before the chaotic ending <laughs> that that we can use going
0: forward with these last two road courses we still have they say the you learn more out of failure than you do success so Uh, Always take that away. Uh, Winning car you had is odd. Tyler Reddick is an even number. You were off one either way, man. It was so close.
1: So close. If it would have just been nine or seven, I'd have hit it. But uh, it was eight, unfortunately.
0: Uh, Yeah, unfortunately. That's all right, though, because, again, Tyler Reddick, he was pretty much deserving of that win. I had Elliott and Larson as top three, both top three cars. Oof, man. I mean, Elliott... You know, we talked about him just a little minute ago and, and Kyle Larson, that was
1: ridiculous. I mean, so, so yeah, just jumping in. Obviously I gave Elliot to win four to one. I going back, I would do, I would make this bet again. He was good. He had a good day, not a great day. You know, he, he was running pretty decent and then that fucking pit twice the pits, God damn, he lost like four stop four spots on the first pit stop. Then he wasn't supposed to pit. Then they said pit. Then they said don't pit. He didn't hear him, something. He ends up pitting and they're scrambling. They give the car service, whatever. He still is in second place at the end of this race with a chance. I mean, we're talking in the in the Discord channel. Just need a caution, just need a caution. There's the fucking caution. I'm celebrating. Here it comes. He's gonna take, you know, he's got a chance to race him. If you, put, if you give me Elliott against anyone on a road course head-to-head, I'm going to take Elliott every time. Had he gotten out of turn one on that restart, he'd have had a chance. He could have, Him and Reddick could have dueled. I don't know that he would have beat Reddick because Reddick was on all day. He looked good the entire day. He definitely deserved to win that race. I'm glad that he did for him and all that. But, man, just a couple mistakes throughout the day that really cost him. He still ended up up there with a chance. And also, I gave out the the trifecta or the exacta at, at, of Elliott and Dinger at plus eighteen hundred, which actually was a little closer than than it, it uh, than it appears after the results. But with Elliott up in second and Dinger was up there at the end, and obviously finished second with or, or was seventh with all the issues he had there at the end. But it was close, at least. Yeah.
0: Again, that read that last restart just sort of shuffled everything that you had going because there was a lot of bets that were hitting before that final restart so
1: yeah that was that was my day kind of just got dumped upside down because i had some pretty decent bets that that were looking good uh, you know i was starting to count up see what i was gonna make and uh, watching that dfs ticker and
0: yeah made that's, the, that's what i get made the mistake <laughs> don't, don't count, count anything
1: until it's over <laughs> <laughs> until inspection
0: passes, I guess. <laughs> till the deal's done. did you not learn anything? Never count your money while you're sitting at the table. <sighs> <I guess. laughs> <sighs> All right. well, again, you gave Elliot McDowell. I gave Larson. We have beat uh, extensively on how that did not happen. and uh, yeah, just just uh, events surrounding and and that Larson hit, you're right. We talked about it. that thing. Go watch it on Twitter, man. That's the hardest thing i've I've never seen a car launch right into another I mean, car it- like that
1: with knowing that ty dylan is okay i'm glad his car was there because if he did not hit ty dylan
0: where would he? Man, go? I,
1: I don't know what he would have hit or where he would have hit but he was fucking cooking i mean he was he was going fast and dylan said today on twitter he had posted that he's never been hit that hard his entire life Life or racing. I mean, he's, he's Richard Childress's grandson. He grew up. He's grown up racing anything and everything his entire life. Like he's never been hit that hard. They both seem to be okay. Kyle Larson did not speak to the media after he was released from the infield care center, which was odd. They all. I mean, drivers almost always do. You don't hear a driver normally decline to. Whether he just had the wind still knocked out of him, I don't know. What the? I've not seen any updates or anything um from him so we'll have to watch that because i mean obviously we've we saw with like kurt bush after a hard hit like that and now he's missed a couple of races hopefully that's not gonna be the case for larson hopefully he's okay you know more importantly than anything but uh yeah that was that was a scary wreck it was just such a hard hit for both of those guys glad that they're okay um, you know, at least for the most part and, and, and still walking around and all of that. So,
0: yeah. And, and it's a good thing too, that they glanced, they sort of did a side glance. I mean, it was a hard hit, but it wasn't a head, a nose, first right? Direct the on,
1: yeah. Oof. It could have been much worse for sure. And it, oh. it kind of worked out. Obviously you don't want it to, to be like that, but, but for the way it worked out, it, it worked out the best way it could have, where he just at least decreased the, the impact of where Larson was heading forced him to spin out to the grass and not really hit anything else. Um, and, and I think that really helped. So yeah, again, scary for sure, but, but
0: glad both those guys are, are okay. Indeed. And looking to race again next week, as we start to set up next week's race in Michigan, and we'll do that in stage three. But before we do, let's tell you, about ipvanish did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy that's right without added security you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers advertisers your isp all sorts of other prying eyes that is why i use ipvanish vpn to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet ipvanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting one 100% of your data that means your private details passwords communication browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands Even your physical location will be hidden IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speeds, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim that 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. I don't know about you, but I really get tired of having 60 or 70 tabs open when I'm flicking through every single sports book to try to find the best odds. Wouldn't it be great if there was one site that I could go to and find all the odds that I want to find, shop around for the best price, and not have to worry about having all these tabs open draining my computer? Guess what? There is exactly that now. It is Odds Trader. Odds Trader is the place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes, promotional codes, I mean all you need is the SGP one. But if you want more, there's plenty of them out there and you can also find them on Odds Trader. It gives you player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, you get projected game day weather? Man, plus you can track, uh, keep track of all your records for the games. All of your bets, keep track of them at one place, that's Odds Trader. You get handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bets, so much happening there. And they've even got CFL, so you know me, I'm a CFL guy, it's on there. I can do all of it from Odds Tracker. Absolutely fantastic brand new site that you have to go to if you are a better to keep track of everything. It is literally the one-stop shop for all of your betting needs and all of your bet shopping needs. What is that again? It's Odds Trader. Make sure you go to slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right. Speaking of game day bets, we've got race day bets happening again this week as the NASCAR circuit moves to the Michigan uh, International Speedway for the Firekeepers Casino 400. Cody, once again, we go to sort of a unique track. This is a two-mile oval, not a two-and-a-half super speedway, not a cookie-cutter mile-and-a-half. This is a two-mile oval that represents another different track configuration that we're getting used to with this next-gen car. Uh, this is going to be a fun race, to be honest with you. I'm looking forward to this one.
1: Yeah, this should be a good one. Um, we've seen a lot of good racing on the mile and a half this year. The two-mile track, I think, is going to prove to be good. California auto club speedway from early, early in the season is going to be the closest comparison. Um, Probably be a little hard to go back there where these teams were still kind of figuring things out. Um, So I'm still a little unsure where I'm going to pull from to, 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 to to make my picks this week. But uh, Ryan Blaney won here last year. He's been really good here for a while. So uh, we'll see maybe the, the Ryan Blaney's corner music will, uh, will be re- revived from its retirement. We'll have to see. Uh, I haven't got that far yet. Uh, odds are not out as we record, but uh, we'll see. It's going to be uh, – should be a really good race, though. I'm excited. I mean, we've seen the mile-and-a-half. So I've had some really good races this year so far, and, and I think that it's going to be similar to that here, just a little bit of a faster track. And this is one of the fastest tracks they go to in Michigan where where they're getting at a pretty good speed. Not quite to to where it has to be restricted, like on the super speedways, but uh, a little faster than you get at the the mile and a half.
0: Yep, 200 laps around this two-mile track for the 400-mile race. Sunday, August the 7th at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. on – or, I'm sorry, noon on the Best Coast. Uh, but here's the thing. You look back at the history of this track. <clears throat> I'm going to – you you mentioned Blaney in 2021. I'm going to read you off the list of winners over the last, let's go back to 2016. Well, let's go back to 20, yeah, 2016, right? Right. Kevin Harvick fall, Kevin Harvick spring, Kevin Harvick fall of 2019. Three straight wins at this track for Kevin Harvick. Cody is laughing his ass off at me right now because I am once again bringing up the name of Kevin Harvick. Oh, wait, Joey Logano wins in 2019, but Kevin Harvick wins again in 2018. Uh, Clint Boyer, uh, he's in the booth now. Don't worry about him. But then before that, here comes Kyle Larson in 2017. Kyle Larson in the in the spring of 2017. Kyle Larson in the fall of 2016, uh, with Joey Logano creeping up his name back in there again. So, and look- those
1: are all in the 42 car. Kyle yeah. Larson, yeah, which is even. I mean, this has been. I mean, r- lately it's been his track. He's been good here. I don't know if I trust him enough right now to bet on him. We'll see what the odds are when they come out. Man, he's just that team. It's been rough for him lately. It did. yeah. Two, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was a was it, a was it Pocono. Maybe he got end up a third after the disqualifications and stuff. But other than that, it's been a pretty rough stretch for this five car. So it'll be interesting to see on a track he's always been good at, even in bad equipment, how he does uh, how he does there. But this is a big track. uh, for the Ford and Chevy guys, not so much Toyota, with them being more of an international brand. But, but you're in the manufacturer's backyard there. I mean, they're you know Ford and Chevy, and and when it was Dodge back in the day, they're all based right out of Detroit. There, the big wigs are there. Uh, usually, you know, whatever Ford person is running the show, still alive. I can't remember the name. There's too many, too many of the Ford people. But uh, they they end up showing up at the track, so it's a big thing. Uh, you know, to try and. Try and win in the manufacturer's backyard. Obviously, Toyota a little bit different, being an international brand. But, uh, but we've seen a lot of Ford dominance lately. A lot of those Kevin Harvick wins, Fords, uh, maybe a couple Chevys. I don't remember how far back you went, but uh, but Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, those being Fords, and then obviously uh, Larson was in a the Chevy there the whole time. So.
0: Yeah. So from a handicapping standpoint, when we we're looking at this as well, you know, that that's something to look at. And I know the books are probably going to take a gigantic look at the fact that Logano's won here. Harvick's won here over the last few years. So keep an eye that. Maybe we'll lines. get a
1: good number on a Harvick top ten.
0: Well, maybe we will get a good number on a Harvick top I mean, hopefully we get it. And then Kyle Larson. They're going to see Kyle Larson stringing off those two. So he'll be a favorite again to win here uh, we're, we may have to dig around for some value as far as what we're looking at, but hopefully they'll take a look at some of the recency of what's going on in this season as well and give you some good numbers on some guys. But expect when the books drop to see Harvick's name around the front, Logano's name around the front, Blaney around the front of uh, the front, and uh, and probably Kyle Larson as well uh, up a, uh, along with Elliott and all those other. Guys. Uh, yeah,
1: I would guess that Blaney, Larson, and Elliott will be your top three favorited drivers maybe throw chastain in there we'll see how much they put on reddick with him winning a couple of the last few races here but uh but yeah my guess would be blaney larson elliot will be the clear-cut top three favorites which is how they should be anyway and if they're not we'll talk about that on the betting show because then there might be some serious value there if those guys are not in the top three of of the betting odds
0: Indeed. And when you talk about leading those, this race as well, there's a lot of uh, a parody in this as well. So um, the, the leader does not lead a ton of laps. So we're not necessarily in for a a ZFS angle, uh, a dominator in this race. You just got to go by track position and and place differential because again, the, the laps led are going to be spread around quite decently on this two mile track. So a lot of fun this is it uh the only time they're going to come here this year correct uh, i believe as much yeah
1: yep yep this is just once a year so uh yeah and again kind of a little bit of a different style we've seen it with auto club the most similar track uh, a similar length and stuff but uh but yeah this is this is uh kind of again like a almost one-off
0: type of track where you just come here once and then and then that's it and then you move on Indeed. We will give you all of our betting strategies when the odds come out, as we always do on our betting show. But of course, we wanted to just give you an early taste so that when they do come out and when the books do come out, if you feel like there's a something early line that you want to jump on before we drop on the pod, uh, we gave you some names of, of folks to just what we thought was going to happen uh, as far as, as who was going to be. That way, at least you know what to expect coming up in this Michigan race. You know, the track style, you know, a little bit of what's going on and and yeah like we always do we just kind of get you get you geared up for the betting show when it comes out uh odds usually drop about now ish and so tomorrow yeah, it we'll just have them Depends.
1: sometimes we see a monday usually it's tuesday that they come out so it all it it varies week to week sometimes sometimes it's so early you're surprised sometimes it's like okay we <laughs> get some lines here finally but uh i don't think i've not seen anything yet so uh Nothing, to, nothing to update at least as the time of recording. We'll get you there.
0: We'll also get you some, uh, NASCAR odds as soon as humanly possible on uh, odds trader as well. Let's work with our partners to get some NASCAR going on that. So, uh, we'll keep you posted. And until then, yeah, let's, uh, let's remind everybody where they can find you on social media, Cody, as we bid adieu to our recap show and the week that was.
1: Yes. Uh, man, another crazy week. Uh, I don't think Michigan is going to be that crazy, but, uh, at this point, you never know. <laughs> yeah, I wish I so, could say uh, that. You can find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, find all of all my stuff there. Um, I have IndyCar articles coming out this month. Uh, we're kind of getting a break from F1, but we do have the F1 Gambling Podcast now hosted by Rod and, and myself. Uh, that's That's in the NASCAR feed for now while we work on getting our own feed approved and stuff. So, Give us a listen. Give us a shot. We hit a plus 850 this week on our first week of the show. So pretty decent start for for the same guy winning for the eighth time in 12 races to be able to, to find a long shot in there. So uh, even if you're not an F1 person, give it a chance, and uh, and I think you'll like it. And and you can learn the sport with us because we're not necessarily F1 aficionados as much as we are with NASCAR. But uh, it was a fun first week, so I'm excited to have a – there's not a race for a couple weeks now, but we have some shows planned and to, to recap things and kind of look forward at the rest of the season and all that. So, so that'll be fun. But yeah, you can find all my work uh, on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. You can follow the show at NASCAR gambling and you can follow the F one show. It is at F one gambling pod. So
0: (laughs) follow, follow all that stuff for, for all the goods, all the goods. Amen. I'm just getting Cody deeper and deeper and deeper into the weeds. The man's going to be hosting 16 shows by the time it's all said and done. Uh, yeah. He'll do it. You'll do it. As long He'll as you're
1: there with me, Ron, I'll be ah, fine. <laughs> ride or
0: die. Follow me on Twitter at RJV Gomez, as Cody said. Uh, follow the show at NASCAR gambling. Jump in that Discord, man. We we continue to see it week after week after week. That channel's growing. Everybody's having some fun in there. Uh, get part of the conversation because we love talking to you. We do this for you. I mean, it's much fun as it is for me to see Cody's face all the time. It's you guys. We, we want you guys to walk away with a little extra cash every day and, uh, and just having fun in doing so. So let us know what you think. Let us know what you change. We'll make that happen for you. So until next time, everybody, until tomorrow, basically, we'll see you. Let's go racing and let it ride.